Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Dan selamat datang ke Buah Mulut Podcast Episod ke-132 132 Drink How have you been? I am lying down I'm exhausted I'm consistently Exhausted How are you not exhausted? Uh, me? Yeah. I am Who said I wasn't exhausted? <laughs> I mean, I'm lying down and you're sitting. I know. It's just existence. Exhausted existence. Okay. So I'm used to it by now. I started being exhausted at 21. Mm. Never stopped being exhausted since. But that's more like kerohanian punya exhausted. Physically? Exhausted. Yeah, physically. Well, physically also. Yeah. I want to continue sleeping but I know that if I sleep some more I will get a headache when I wake up. Mm. So I guess this is you know part of growing up is you can't even enjoy your naps anymore <laughs> because afterwards you got to yeah, face the consequences. <laughs> the very real physical consequences and I feel like the headaches post nap mm. have been very Prominent, especially in, within this these past few like weeks, lah. Oh shit! Why? I don't know. I don't know. They just, much like, the headaches after the nap, just happens. So now I have to limit my nap intake to just one a day. One a day. Kalau lebih daripada satu dia, I get a headache. Now when I feel like I'm on the verge of a headache. For oversleeping. Yeah. Oh no. But yeah. we we arrived late last night, like pukul dua kan. Yeah. But still. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. So you don't sleep at the office anymore? I do, I do. But if o- only if that's my one nap per day. Oh, okay. You know? I, macam, if I sleep and then I wake up in the morning, mm. then I don't go back to sleep. Mm. Then I get one nap, oh, okay. but if I go back to sleep, mm. then I don't have any more naps. Oh, no. so if you go, if you get up to pee, so that doesn't count, or does I, it count? I don't know. I've uh, I've never been too conscious, I guess, okay. <laughs> to be able to take that into account. But I just know that if I get up when the alarm rings, mm. and then I. Terus go up You know Mandi And go oh. about my day mm-hmm. Then I I am allowed One nap Okay But If I go back to sleep A little bit And then wake up again no, nah, mm. That's the nap For the day lah mm. so, so It's not nice Do you think the timing And the length of the, na- the nap Plays a role I don't know Because I believe in If you sleep after Asar you will definitely get a headache when you wake up. Yeah, that, that happens. You will lose track of time. That happens a bit more often. Lah. Uh. If I nap around Asa time, then the possibility for a headache to happen is... Uh, higher. Higher. Mm. Much, much higher. You know? Mm. So I try to keep my naps to within the Zohor times. Lah. Mm. I don't know. How long is your nap usually? Kalau at work, it's about 20 minutes. 20 minutes is good. Mm. Um, kalau at home, I wish it were 20 minutes. <laughs> Tapi sometimes it goes on and on and on and on. You know? I wake up after 20 minutes, turn off the alarm, and then lay back on bed, mm. then wake up an hour later, check the time, and I'm like, oh, damn it, I slept another hour, and then get back on bed, sleep another hour. <laughs> Then wake up and then say, God damn it, I did it again. And now I have a headache. <laughs> so I get up. <laughs> so napping at home is definitely a lot more uh, dangerous love for me. Yeah, because you nap on the... Did you nap on the bed? Yeah, the I nap sofa? on the bed. No. Yeah, that's the danger of napping on the bed. Yeah. You're not napping, you're sleeping. I guess. I mean... Naps and sleeps are very, very close to each other. Very close, but very yeah. different. David, yeah, I don't appreciate the headaches. Lah. Definitely okay. not. Just don't sleep after Asa. That's the 
rule of thumb? I don't know. Sometimes I sleep sampai you know in the tengah hari pun. If it's my second nap of the day, uh. then it's gonna hurt you got. Yeah, because you're supposed to wake up at ten and then you extend it until one. Yeah. Oh, that mess. Mm. <sighs> Thinking about the headache is giving me a headache. <laughs> Are you having a headache now? No, no. Like, but like I said, I'm. I feel like I'm on the verge of a headache. Okay. Some of the feeling that you get before you get a real headache. No. Okay. How's your How's your week been? My week has been. Uh, boleh lah. Some things happen. Uh, one of them is a ace workshop. Under Chendana, uh, which was at the B, the B Publica. There's no other the B, because all the other the Bs are closing. They change into the Cs. Uh, and the Ace Workshop is basically, macam we have prominent people from industry like Ahmad Izamoma, Kat Jen, Jennifer Thompson, uh, Rahul Kukreja, Rahul. Uh, is basically the person who brings you uh, good vibes. He's Pe- part of the people who brings you good vibes and the acts in it. And then Friesen 369, so all the international acts that they bring here is brought in by Rahul's team. Uh, Kak Jen is a prominent person. Basically, if uh, something that may catch your attention is Kak Jen... And Takahara Suiko. No. Kak Jen dulu pernah organise Sudirman punya show. Like the actual Sudirman, not a tribute to Sudirman. Actual Sudirman at Chowkit Road. She was involved in that at one point. She's not super old, but she's like 40 going 50. I don't know what her age is. But she's a legend now, basically. And anyone who... Anyone who is anyone <laughs> works with her because they know she keeps time. Imagine uh, you now when you set good vibes because she's uh, the stage manager. Orang macam, one more song, one more song. They terus naik, they terus cancel. Nope, no more. Thank you. Bye, Yuna, go. They terus like, hello, Yuna, just like that. You okay? Hmm? Okay. That, it, but itulah, macam you don't. Which I'm just because she's a you know super international superstar, whatever doesn't mean like she gets extra time. Yeah. If we we shut down at twelve, we shut down at twelve. So that's cut Jen for you. Um, who else? Who else? Amaizauma, of course you know people who brought us. Abu Inwendu, ke Indigo, one of those. One of those. One of those. They're so similar. Tapi Inwendu slash Indigo and Too Fat. And Rough Edge. OAG. OAG, yes. He's a... Dia lah kepala dan pelopor. And there's one thing that they discussed during the during his talk. Oh, I wasn't there. I, I was there late. Dia cakap macam the difference between the labels now. No, no. This one was... I think I uh, I had a chat with Efri. Efri sekarang kerja Warner. Efri is a uh, an acquaintance... Of you know the music scene basically, he used to play bass for Yuna. And now he just like plays with Alif Satan and whatnot. But he also works with Warner. Um, so di lah kenapa label sekarang tak boleh jadi macam positive tone is because the people who make the calls are people who does not know music. Positive Tone is the label that brought that signed to Fat and OAG and all that. Yeah. And the difference that is Ahmad Izamuma himself composed the songs. So he had macam musical taste. He knows what's good. Even though Konon yang kata oh lagu ni tak jual kat market sekarang you know that kind of bullshit mm. because that that theory has been proven again when when I asked him macam mana boleh world peace entertainment berfungsi I thought world peace worked because they have Ismail Izani Naim Daniel who was famous before they you know they were signed macam that is to some extent true but also at the same time the kepala of world peace entertainment ialah Omar K and Omar K himself is a you know 
a, pro- a producer So he knows what's good So that's why macam In the midst of all the balada Rock kapak bullshit Ismail Izani came with Apa? Sabar I don't Menangis, know One of the ku. Justin Bieber songs Yes That's why that song worked Especially it was like The right time when You know Male singers are just like The in thing At that time So Yeah I find that interesting lah That you know Big labels don't see that They're blinded by I don't know Horrible marketing And just ignorance Plain ignorance uh, Yeah that was that That was discussed With Efria It has nothing to do with the workshop Almost But Dia macam ada sikit-sikit lah And then um, uh, We had a Basically I was involved in The workshop In two Two form Two ways First one was uh, Being a panelist uh, That talks about our experience So the other three panelists Were Darren Teh Anonymous Mistake Zamira and Raja Nazrin OEG OEG SOG And we we basically just talk about our experience lah, About how we maneuver The scene How we survive How we sort of make money And sustain ourselves But also not really But yeah That was interesting uh, it, The What makes it more interesting Is because Zamira is the only Solo artist And she's the only one Who is under labour so macam dia cakap Dia cerita dari segi perspektif Like you're under a label With a lot of fun A lot of funding So to speak um, So there was um, Ada dikata for Good Vibes Her performance last year She only got paid $1,005 But the label went And her team lah basically Spent on Good Vibes ringgit. For the for the apa for the makeup for the I guess for the musician your pay apa semua tu and the set punya production production ah the production costs were nine thousand ringgit that may sound uh, a bit lavish it does and it is that's why she has a label that can pull that off but also much a musician do like established musicians like legit established music like Atakam and I don't know who else. I only know Arthur come number dia. If he's like if if there's any leading pianist or drummer, is Arthur come a drummer? A leading musician in Malaysia, Arthur come is one of them. So you know, paying him ain't gonna be cheap. So that's um those are the costs of production and it's uh, it's interesting to hear that lah because we you know much we make do with let's say if we get one thousand five, we just make do with one thousand five. But you know, having performed at Good Vibes itself is a whole. Uh, it's a, it's a good thing to have on your resume. Yeah. So we discuss about that with the peoples who attended. Boy was there. Boy and Tori was there. Hash was there. Did you hear anything from Boy and Tori about the thing? No. Oh, not at all. No, I guess meeting Malamni was I do a good. Oh, probably. Uh, so that was that And the second part of uh, my involvement in The Ace Book Camp was uh, It was an acoustic show TVS buat Tiga lagu It was so weird Because we don't do acoustic shows for a reason We didn't want it You didn't want to do it actually But because we got paid um, Eh, why not? Dua lagu je Dua tiga lagu je So we did And we rearranged Laya and Math for the Crazies And Buntut to acoustic uh, set Our acoustic set Has never And will never Ever Probably never Ever Involve Cajon Because Cajon Is like the go-to thing When people say Acoustic Cajon Acoustic guitar You know It, it becomes boring lah. So Ruby has this Like a small Flat drum set Dia macam Dia punya Dia punya kick tu Is just as thin As a, the skin So it's not like The gemuk kind With the drum And it's just like Very Portable lah So it was nice It was a nice show And then Like yesterday uh, We had a Show for Butterfingers We opened for Butterfingers But What that means is basically Everyone who is Who performed yesterday Performed at a separate stage Outside the stadium So it wasn't really opening But it's more like warming up To the 
Butterfingers show in the stadium, Stadium Melawati, which I didn't go to because um, one, I'm not really a fan of Butterfingers. Two, I gave my ticket to someone who actually listens to Butterfingers. So macam, nah, ambil, pergilah dengar, pergilah layan. So better. I don't know. We just got a bunch of tickets. Basically, macam each of us get one lah. Kita dapat lapan tiket. So I just told them, nah, ambil lah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't go. I I guess because I, did, I didn't want to, satu, because I don't feel like going to concerts or shows wherein I don't, I know none of the songs. Not even one. Not even Vipipe. Like, I know Vipipe punya, but that's it. Um, and that's it. That's the only lines of Butterfingers that I know. Anything else, I don't. So might as well give it to people who actually cares and deserve the spot. The other one is I was just tired. And it was, uh, yes, but yesterday, uh, it was raining, siang tu, and then by tengah hari jadi macam humid. It's like hot and humid. That was it was like sweating all over and then it was it wasn't hot. They mendung. Tapi because of the humidity it became like we were sweating nonstop. So we performed. Kita overrun 10 minute. Uh minta maaf for the band band selepas kami tapi because we had some technical problems with company laptop tak tahu apa jadi. Tiba-tiba technical problem. And yeah, we performed. It was a an interesting crowd. So, but we didn't expect that many people. So, but sebelum kita perform tu, ada Zapin, Robic. So, it's like senang Robic, but with Zapin and Dandong do song. So, it's like, okay, let's roll with it. And Dion actually overrun. But it was about 12 o'clock, but it was about 1 And we were supposed to go up by 1 suku. So, we said, ah, okay. Let's just do this then. And we went up. And I wasn't expecting that many people to come at 1.15 because it's so early. Tapi waktu Iqbal M, ramai orang datang. I saw the videos. That's uh, that's that. That was yesterday. Anwar wasn't around to see it. I didn't want him to be around. I don't think he wanted to be around anyway. I was taking my 12-hour nap. Oh, yes, you were. You were. <laughs> so, to Zilla. My week. How was your week? That's nice. My week was fine. Um, I went to watch the Rugby World Cup final. I did not follow the World Cup langsung, basically. Dari mula sampai habis. And I think this is the first macam World Cup rugby. Kalau for the first, I disagree with that. But the first in a while, uh, the first in two or three World Cups, that I basically just didn't care about it at all. Sampai ke final. And then dalam, I'm part of a touch rugby group, WhatsApp, and they were asking like, who wants to watch rugby World Cup? Jom be tengok sama-sama dekat kedai di, dekat KL. And I was like, uh, you know what? Might as well. I'm not doing anything that sad all day. Mm. Then I said, okay, I'll be coming. Mm. And then I went, and then I watched South Africa, Menang, Menentang, England. It was a good game, mm. mainly because South Africa won. Uh, and, yeah. Getting was, back to the colonials. Yeah. And there was some um, English supporters in the bar as well. Mm. So, like... <laughs> Which I'm getting to cheer. Oh, against against <laughs> against English people. Yeah, to put like oh, that was a uh, good fun. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, it was fine. Um, mm. That was also much my first time watching a uh, a World Cup with. People. Uh, usually uh, I watch rugby at home with my family father my brothers was mom uh the last World Cup I actually watched uh the World Cup final because I had a talk there 
Hmm. And then after the talk, I, I asked the organizers, which I'm, come on, we're taking work cup final. <laughs> and then they brought me to a restaurant that hmm. uh, ada tunjuk. But you, they knew like which World Cup, not foot, not not football, no, but fo- rugby. Yeah, of course. How so they know? But said it doesn't happen at the same time. Oh, mana tahu? Yeah. So what World Cup? The fuck you talking about? Uh, so I got to watch it dengan you know relative strangers juga lah di the hmm. Terengganu last year and this year macam also tak ada lah strangers sangat macam. Uh, there was my senior Dekat sekolah dulu He was there Waikan mm. There was my junior Dekat sekolah dulu Farid Yeah He was there And then Some other strangers That I play Touch rugby with Oh wait You're talking I thought you were talking About Terengganu still No no You're talking dekat, about yesterday Dekat KL Okay It was fine Did you Did you enjoy it? Were you like Going crazy like I imagine I imagine like Manchester United fans would No, would I'm not I didn't go crazy. I was still in some reserved in a way that I am around strangers. Uh and but I enjoyed the game la. I was able to like, cheer and tepuk tangan like woo woo and stuff like oh, that. And, because uh, you know Because I know the game. <laughs> the technical feats yeah. that is needed. Yeah, I know I know rugby la, and I'm a fan of rugby. Okay. Why didn't they Uh, they didn't decide on playing because the World Cup is happening, is it? They're playing later today. Oh, okay. Are mm. you joining? Uh, I don't know. Why you want to marry Kondo? Yeah. I mean, if you want to play, you can. Yeah, it also depends on sama ada cukup orang ada. Oh, okay. Kalau tak cukup orang, tak cukup, you know, lapan ataupun sepuluh orang agree to main hari ni, hmm. then it's going to get called off lah. Yeah, it could, it could. Because yeah. orang-orang yang datang semalam macam, man, I want to play rugby. And then hari ni just... Yeah, orang-orang, orang-orang yang datang semalam pun probably like enam atau tujuh orang je. Tak cukup. Kena hmm. ada at, at least lapan orang. Lapan orang tu pun macam... You know, fifty-fifty nak main dah. Kalau ada sepuluh orang baru macam confirm jadi ya. Oh, okay. Boys, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They don't. They don't. They haven't put their names in yet. Oh, so, okay. See lah. Okay. Uh, I also went for a script reading. Ooh. Uh, it was for a script called Anatomy of a Suicide. Wait, what? This is a different... I thought it was Tiang Seri. Eh, tak bukan. Tak langsung. Wangi. Wangi. No, no, no. This is Anatomy of a Suicide. They, they're just reading it to Ini? to decide somehow that they want to stage it. Oh, okay. Ni Chris? Uh, Chris was there, yes. No, is it Chris Project or... It might be. What do you mean it might be? Who be- chose the script? Uh, A production company lah. A rabbit hole, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So they Macam sebelum Decide to stage a script or not They read it first lah mm. And read it with A whole bunch of people lah Who can read the script mm. <laughs> And this was that lah It was just Reading of the script Nah, Sama ada Nak decide You know Nak buat ke tak Dia nak dengar dulu So ni lah That was the session Oh okay uh, So We You know A whole bunch of people Some I knew Some I didn't Um, and uh, yeah, it it is the most interestingly written script I have ever seen in my life. Bila tengok just the form of it, just the page on the page pun, mm. it's so weird and new and mm. macam I've never seen anything like this. Mm. Uh, and it's it's uh, it was a fun read lah. It was a very long read. It was like two hours plus, but. It was fun and uh, cool lah. Uh, so basically, Anatomy of a Suicide is written in Britain, Royal Theatre Company. And uh, it's been staged before for a few years now, 2017 good. Uh, dekat sana. And now, want to see if it can happen here lah. Uh, the staging is interesting. Now, I, this is the first time I've ever seen any pictures of it. Do you want to see? Oh! So, it's on the same stage at the Tiga times. 
you know, one is 1973, one is 1998, and one is 2033. And it tells the story of these three generations of women who have depression. And uh, it's very much um, a fun thing to read. I think watching it, Pun, it would reward multiple watches very well. Which I'm... You go watch, you know, if you watch three times, you can see three shows, mm. <laughs> the same show. So it's uh, it's pretty cool, uh, I think. Which you, you go once, you only watch like one third of the show. Maybe. Tapi mm. watching it as a whole unit pun interesting, which is why it's so interesting to me. Macam watching it as a unit is very interesting and watching it as just individual pun very interesting juga. Mm. It can be very interesting juga. Uh, but it is written as a unit lah, and I think it's more interesting as a unit, which is why reading it was was you know a challenge and lots of fun. Uh, yeah, itu je lah. Mm. That's it. So, uh, uh, what character would you be playing from what era? Um, uh, it's no, I, my voice was for a lot of people. I played like four different people in the oh, reading. Ensemble. Yeah, kinda. But yeah, it's it's just a reading. They I don't know if it's gonna get staged yet. Nobody knows. Oh, okay. Only the rabbit hole people know. Some other they want to do it. Is it how the process goes? Like there's a reading first and then you decide whether or not you want to do the play? Yes. I mean for some people for some directors macam dia baca aja dia decide terus macam okay I'm going to do this mm. now oh, because, let's cast oh because Rabbit Hole is a production and not uh, the director but but uh, but some people uh, Abang Wan pun does this a lot oh yeah he just call us into for a script read because he wants to know whether or not he wants to put up the show uh. you know so macam kadang-kadang when you read something mm. you don't know if you're going to like it yet because everything is in your head mm. You know, or at least you're speaking out and then you're hearing your own voice sahaja. Mm. You don't know if you like it yet or mm. you don't know if you like it enough. Mm. So you have to hear other people doing it, mm. you know. And if you hear other people doing it, you get closer to whether or not you like it betul-betul or not. Mm. You know, and some productions do that. Lah. Okay. Mm. It's pretty common. Now we know. Theater 101. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, part of the decision-making process. Uh, and now we move on to the Buamulut Podcast inbox, buamulutpodcast at gmail.com, buamulutpodcast at gmail.com for all your question-asking needs. You only have one question this week. Which has three questions. Oh. Uh, you can call me Tan Francis French Tuck. <laughs> oh, Tan French Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tan Francis French Tuck Tan Tan from Pakistan Tan is good Tan is Is wonderful. that why his name is Tan? No uh, right? No I don't think so But not because but, of Pakistan But, but he, he is a Pakistani he is, he is Pakistani dude uh, He's such a sweetheart He's wonderful mm. uh, Firstly I assume we agree that Pirating content Music, film Software etc Is bad Yes What are your opinions then when one illegally downloads a content due to the following reasons oh this is one question la. one content is not available officially in their region two can, <laughs> uh, the content is not available officially in the region dalam kurungan thanks for hikayat gundik berirama on spotify <laughs> number two cannot afford to pay for it dalam kurungan adobe cc costs 88 ringgit 87 Cents per month For students and teachers Ugh, For students Students 88 ringgit The fuck And number three Copyright is tyranny And should not exist uh, Follow up question What are your opinions On people who make money By using these Pirated contents Either with the reasons above Or just Them being kadekut Okay I have Oh shit Sorry In ear cabut I have um, In ear yeah, the in the insides of my ear to chabut. Um, I have some 
views, dif- differing views for this question. May I? Go ahead. Okay, first of all, when I started out, uh, when my brother started out basically, which was like over 10 years ago with Adobe whatnot, pada zaman itu, pirating was rampant because, with, you know, the reason number one, region. Okay, let me uh, answer first whatever, the first one. The content is not available officially in their region. For Hikayat Gundit Beirama, it's on Bandcamp. Go buy it on Bandcamp. <laughs> But also, um, if you are, uh, if you are in Malaysia, uh, we're reprinting it now. But just buy the CD, and you enjoy the CD. Just letting you know, CDs are great. CDs support the band. This is how it supports the band more than it does Spotify. And I saw a post that says, um, one CD, yang berharga dua puluh dollar, which is basically uh, which it which we do not we do not sell CDs that much anyway. Uh, for us to get that same amount is we need to have three hours worth of streaming or some some other. So like five thousand streams are. So go buy on our bank camp or buy physical because um, I hate Spotify. Although I know I should be putting up the the thing on Spotify, but. Just gonna go the approach of releasing one song after the other slowly but surely over the years, I guess. Hmm. And Yantu Chana, Yantu, it can be. I ended up downloading the entire seasons of The Office except the last two seasons because. It's not available here. I wanted to buy on Google Play. It's not available also. The things that I wanted to buy are not available. So what to do? I downloaded that shit. I feel guilty. But the guilt uh, will be will be repented in the future years. Like when I... There, uh, there was a time when I was I was downloading a lot of Japanese music. Waktu sekolah menengah. Again, because it's not available in my region. So when I got to Japan, I ended up like... Scavenging for cheap CDs there. Like, oh, I know this album. I'm going to buy it now. Just to sort of like, like salvage my guilt in a way. So I do that after a long while. And also another example would be I use uh, I use Ableton Crack sublimely because, you know, Purchasing Ableton was costly for me. So after we've gotten enough money as a band, I decided to buy it for the band. Ah. And that's when um, ah, I used to use crack, but now I feel I feel like much um the the my conscience is clear now that I've bought Ableton legally. So I try to think of it like in the future I will I will repent. But I'm still I'm gonna use this now. Because I have no other outlet, no no other choice to to watch it or to use this application. But some something like mm, oh second one is cannot afford to pay for. Macam Adobe kan dia mahalan. Um, Adobe and contohnya Ableton lah. Like back then when Ableton or other digital softwares were out, those were the only options. Like same thing when only Windows and iOS existed. Linux was not there to help everybody else because you need to purchase laptop and whatever not. But Linux is an open source. Like after a while, Linux wujud, which was free, and uh, macam Ableton punya alternative so- software is Reaper nama dia. Reaper and it's free. And for Adobe, I think ada some some online punya. I forgot the name. It's but it's a website. That has the same functionality as as a Adobe Photoshop. I think there are other alternatives that are popping up now that are free or encourages you to much um hey please donate to us so you can use those things. There's, there are always alternatives and also whenever there's um limitations, you it always breeds creativity. Let's say much um this one uncle who. The, the, there are two Japanese uncles who does this 
One uses paint. Paint like MS paint. Dekat. Dekat dia punya lab. Dekat dia punya desktop to paint shit. Beautiful things. And the other uncle uses Excel sheets to paint. And it was like, it looks like macam pixelated um, painting. But it looks really nice and very detailed. So I guess, you know, with limitations comes creativity yeah. and I don't know if you want to go down that road but that's an exciting road to go down to I I have to tell you because I used to start out using like monophonic phones to compose ringtones because we didn't have piano at home we didn't have any instruments at home so I just rimbut my father's monophonic phone and composed shit on it the third one is copyright is tyranny and should not exist Um, I borderline agree disagree with you like copyright when it comes to works like uh, apa ah? forms of art I think those things should be copyrighted to some extent so that macam the cerita apa ah? cerita supreme the the cerita behind supreme is supreme actually plagiarized um, this Late, this one lady's punya work of art where they kata macam apa cakap? Do you remember that one? Yang Hasan Minaj, Supreme. Um, the lady, cina the Supreme, the the people who designed Supreme logo, Rembat Minah tu punya design like exactly the the same red, the same font, but the caption was not did that tulis Supreme, it was something like uh, capitalism is tyranny or some some shit lah basically anti-capitalist punya 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 work of art lah but then Supreme stole that and just put Supreme and sell expensive shit so um, I feel like you know copywriting that font and that basically that that uh, format of art would save her a lot of trouble but also at the same time dia akan menyusahkan orang lain lah so I don't know. I'm like on the fence when it comes to copywriting. But I do believe like copywriting works of art is uh is important. This is the matter of like if it's uh, for upper CC com- creative common punya usage, which is quite recent. I think when YouTube started out sort of, that's when creative commons macam we learn about Creative Commons, which means anything on YouTube is um, is not all rights reserved. You don't have to pay the person who created it, the, you know, the money if you much like, sort of remix that thing. So Creative Commons is just something like, hey, if you want to use, just use it, but just include the person who or you know the the origin the originate ah where the art originated ah you credit that person lah. That's the I I'm I don't know what I'm saying now. Can you add? <laughs> I don't know if there's much to add. Yeah, but what do you think of this? Um, I don't know because all of this is framed within a capitalist framework, and because we live in a capitalistic system, who gets profit from what is very important. Because the people who get their profit is allowed to continue to live or continue to live in comfort or continue to live in extravagance. And making that money back is important in order to continue sustaining yourself, you know? And uh, if we didn't have this capitalistic framework to work within then the question would be a lot easier to and a lot simpler to deal with. It becomes complex because if you deprive people of money or profit, you also deprive them of dignity and you also deprive them of certain facets of life that are essential uh, and uh, it becomes tough. So it's not very simple. It's not very black and white I think those who can uh, afford 
to not pirate content, do that. And those who cannot, well, they fall within a grey region that I personally am able to appreciate the greyness of. Uh, that's all. Follow-up question, what are your opinions on people who make money by using these pirated contents, either with the reasons above or the, just them being good? Did you answer this one? Mm, sort of. I answered by saying... Um, so, at first I used Ableton Crack. And then after we've got enough money, we buy the actual uh, legal product. Tapi that that is more like software, sir. Mm. Like I still cannot afford Adobe CC stuff, so I'm still using. Just gonna put it out there. I'm still using the CC though, huh? Creative Cloud. Cloud. Mm. Okay. Creative Cloud. Uh, I I don't use CC. I use CS6. So what's CS6? So Adobe, they have like series from CS1, two, three, four, what five, six. What is CS Counter Strike? I don't know what CS stands for, but it's Adobe Photoshop CS6, Adobe Illustrator CS6. And then after CS6, which is the software, young permanent software that you buy that you don't have to pay every month or every year, Cloud uh, came around where you have to pay on subscription base, mm. which is costly as fuck. I would rather pay for lifetime usage mm. than Creative Cloud. But I don't know. I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's still expensive. I mean, you know, knowing the details that they have, the, how the software works, yes, it's it's the amount of money to pay that many people who work on the, you know, on programming the software. But also, it's, ah, man, it's so costly. Tuja. What we don't want is to make art elitists and making tools for making art more expensive makes art more and more elitist people only people you're all you're kind of communicating that you know only people with x amount of money can make art and that's uh shouldn't be the case or at least i don't think it should be the case i'm uncomfortable with the (laughs) with the order that only rich people can make art Mm. Uh, yeah I think art good art can come from all sorts of places and just if tools are made available to all sorts of people then all sorts of art can be made and it'll be more interesting and that's what I think okay Uh, but what if macam contohnya if they were going down the, the extreme here, let's say, contohnya barang-barang ke Amazon, murah, because they don't pay their workers, they pay their workers peanuts. Mm. Right? So, what if Adobe starts charging things cheaply, but then they pay their punya programmers peanuts? Um... Because uh, right well, now... Well, the, mm. the first thing, yalah, the CEO cannot be a billionaire, lah. Amazon mm. for as cheap as everything is mm. Jeff Bezos is still very very rich mm. and it's this imbalance that concerns people the most Macham Amazon seems to be a very very successful company but the people who work for them don't seem very successful or at least the the workers young bawah you know the lower rungs of it. Why do they work minimum wage? Why do they work below minimum wage if they're overseas? Why can that exist at in the same company as Jeff Bezos, mm. who has billions and billions of US dollars? Mm. You know that that wealth inequality is what concerns people the most. So much. Um, it says that Amazon can. Um, exist as a very very successful company and make a lot and lot of money with the pricing of it right now. Mm. Chuma, where does that money go to? Mm. 
mm. not to the people who need it the most, it goes to Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Mm. So that's what we don't want. Mm. Things can be cheap and distributed equally or at least more equitably mm. than it is right now. Masalanya, it's not. Mm. And it's all thanks to the capitalistic framework that we have to work with right now. Because profit doesn't go to workers, profit goes to owners and managers and CEOs and stuff mm. like that. Bonuses and shit. Huh. Okay. P.S. Antaka Ubung Macht den Meister. Translate practice makes perfect. Mit Frühlichen Gruen. Tan Francis French Tuck. I. Yeah, I don't know all the pronunciation for that one. Uh, that's all the in- e- emails that we had. I, I have two questions on my Insta story. People are busy, it seems, on the Sunday. Uh, first question, daripada... They're taking back their Sunday. Cs underscore zero nine. C-E-A-S-E underscore zero nine. Adakah possible untuk orang berumur 20 tahun belajar gitar sendiri? Yes. Yes. Why? Just... Fucking do it You're not old You're not dead That's yeah. the most important part You, you are need, not dead You need a maximum amount of Two years of working on the guitar To get as be- as good as I am And I'm not very good Unfortunately Two years And then uh, If you work On the Playing the guitar More than two years Yeah You know By the end of those two years You'll be 22 Which is super young <laughs> Wait They are 22 <laughs> They are 22 And by the end of it You'll be 24 which is super young. Yeah. <laughs> so do it. Melanie Faye. Melanie Faye. Melanie Faye. The, the one young John Mayer, you know, macam. Gush over. Gush over. Besides the... Uh, Matthews. Matthews Asato. So, uh, she started playing the guitar when she was 17. A year later, she plays like a fucking goddamn hero already yeah. well, because she spent like every day it depends whether or not you have the time daily yeah. to do it and the interest daily and the interest daily too the most important part is for even huge guitar players nowadays professional guitar players nowadays in we're talking in the US uh, I saw this video by Adam Neely he's a professional bass player sort of they got to Minimum he tries to spend five hours on the base. Mm. Minimum. Tu tak termasuk. Dia practice untuk um, performance. Dia practice untuk gigs and dia pergi gigs. It doesn't count. That five hours is just to practice the the licks and the runs and the scales. Just that. So imagine if you keep on doing that, and we don't. That's the thing. We don't have time. If we if you keep on doing that, even within a month, you can already see the result. Yeah. It's about consistency and discipline. Yeah. Mm. Do it. Do it. Uh, next. Next and final question is, honestly, uh, daripada Ehsan underscore come, honestly, macam mana nak hilangkan rasa kecewa dengan hidup sendiri? It doesn't go away. <laughs> that is true. It doesn't go away. <laughs> Tapi itulah I read this quote Recently It mm. says that Your future needs you Your past doesn't Whoa Yeah So Do stuff for your future you lah Because mm. your past you is You know They don't They don't need you anymore mm. It's there and it's set in stone and that's that. And as disappointing as that past you was and continue to be, it's going to be like that forever. Mm. But your future you doesn't have to be that way mm. because you can be there for future you. You can do certain things to help future you be less of a disappointment mm. to present you, <laughs> you know? So, you know, make sure that you do certain things and make certain moves that 
allow future you to be less of a disappointment lah. You're not trying to be Stephen Hawking or anything. Just be less of a disappointment. Mm. And there are very real, very simple, very consistent steps that you can take in order to be less of a disappointment. Cuma gonna be very clear about what you want lah. Tu dia. Nasihat daripada Dr. Anwar um, PhD BSc Anwar Fazilah Kamsah An- Anwar Kamsah Doctor in philosophy and medicine Yes Medicate yourselves With? With naps Pada And wa- then got headaches Pada headache waktu so asar Okay So that you can take Panadol <laughs> uh, Okay So yeah. that's all for this week Uh, email us at buahmulukpodcast at gmail.com We'll try to be attentive to you weekly Bila bila kita buat On time tak ada pula orang hantar email kan Bila kita like skip like two weeks and shit Tiba-tiba banyak lah email I know it's like collectively Dia banyak because of the amount of time But yeah. like this week It's one week Hari tu like dua minggu kan mm. Tiba-tiba ada like 8 Lapan, yeah. So macam What is the logic here Guys Sepatutnya this, this week dapat 4 Yeah <laughs> Guys I mean if it was consistent lah Why tapi, aren't you Tapi ikut sekolah lah I'm not trying to force anyone To do anything I'm forcing Anwar's not going to force anyone But I'm going to force you Please send us questions Because our content relies on you I'm kidding It doesn't We don't force you Do whatever you want It's a Sunday Have fun Go mm. out and play Enjoy the sun hip, Kalau hip. tak hujan When you're on a holiday So that's all for this week uh, Tuning next week or next two weeks It depends on like how busy we are And Selamat, Selamat Hari Raya, Raya.